Hallelujah. I don't know where you're at in, in your home. If you're in your vehicle and you're listening to this, because I know you wouldn't be watching this in your vehicle, but if you're in your living room or in your dining room or wherever you are, can you just give God a shout of praise and thanksgiving? Wherever you are this morning, we are so grateful for all that he is doing for us, that we enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Your gratitude will determine your altitude. Like how high can you go determines on how grateful you are. And even in this time where it seems impossible to be grateful and thankful and you're thinking, what can I be thankful for? Well, guess what? You woke up this morning. Guess what? You got, you got to stay in a warm house. You got, guess what? You got to breathe today. Guess what? You, 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 you got to eat yesterday. We, there's a lot. I mean, you just begin to thank God. You begin to thank God for the little things that we call little things. But I, you know, we, we just need to be thankful. And then we enter, the Bible says, if in our thanksgiving, we enter into the gates of the Lord, into our, the gate of authority in our lives. And the thing that we, the things that we need authority over, over, we need to be thankful in the midst of. Come on now. The, thing, the things that you need authority with to overcome are the things that you need to be thankful for. So Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, I'm asking for a spirit of gratitude to even come across the airwaves as we begin to step into your promises, Lord God, and I begin to preach Father God, your, your word that is, is stands for eternity. I thank you, Lord God, that we've even been born again according to the incorruptible seed of your word, Lord God. And Father God, we give you this the rest of our time. Father God, we've praised you. Father God, we've worshiped you. Father God, we are being thankful. So I'm thanking you, Lord God, that we are entering into the authority. We need to shift some stuff today. I thank you for shackles being shattered today. I thank you for deliverance, Lord God, that is coming across even these airways today. I thank you, Lord God, for the victory that we are stepping into in this season, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. And can you just say this with me wherever you are? Say, Father God, in Jesus' name, I declare Holy Spirit, Lord, over my mind, over my will, and over my emotions. And I decree and declare Holy Spirit, is Lord over my body. My body is the temple of Holy Spirit. My body is not a sanctuary for sickness or an incubator for infirmity. I am, according to the word of God, the healed of the Lord in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So, Father God, we thank you that where the Holy Spirit is made, declared, and is Lord, there is liberty. And we thank you for liberty in signs and wonders and miracles. I thank you, Lord God, for an anointing of breaker and a breaker anointing, Lord God, even going across the airwaves today and right into everyone's home. Father God, we decree and declare the spirit of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, counsel, and might, Lord God, and that we would have the spirit of the fear of the Lord and we would get filled with the spirit of God today in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. So my task today is to preach on faith. We're doing the kingdom values all this year like Pastor Kevin was speaking about and, and the value that we, are, that we have chosen to start our year off with is faith and Pastor Kevin is and and has been doing an exceptional job of laying out the foundation of which we stand upon. And I want to read a scripture to you. This is why faith is, is so foundational to our lives. Turn with me if you have your Bibles to 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 and 5. I'll just give you a couple seconds. Hallelujah, because I know I can even prophetically hear the, the scriptures 
being opened and I hear the rice paper moving. Oh, shakari on the high. As people are opening up their Bible, I, I, I need, there needs to be an app on, on the Bible that when you go to another page that it sounds like paper moving. Yeah. <laughs> I, I brought my Bible up here. I just, I just, I love my Bible. My Bible has the word of God. My Bible is the word of God. I am what it says I am. I can be what it says I can be. I shall be what it says I shall be. It is the same. It came out of the realm of the eternal with eternal principles in it so that it could come into this realm so that we would have something to stand upon. My faith is in the word of God. I, I've been born again of the incorruptible seed of the word of God that lives and abides. Come on, somebody say forever. Wherever you are, say forever. Forever, baby. Forever. The word of God. See, see, we didn't see Jesus actually be raised from the dead. We did not, we didn't walk with him along the seashores of Galilee. We didn't see the miracles. Our faith is on nothing less than Jesus Christ and his righteousness. But I, I want to tell you, we didn't see it with our eyes, but we heard it with our ears. The in the preaching of the incorruptible seed of the word of God that lives for and, and abides forever. We were born again because of the word of God. Did you hear the second lost song that was, if I can just get a word from God, it's all about getting a word and I'm bringing a word to you today. And it's found in first, uh, John, first John chapter five, verses four and five for everyone born of God overcomes the world. Are you born of God this morning? Are you born of God? If you are born of God, you can have faith in everything that I'm speaking to you this morning. Are you born of God? Have you been born again? Have you, were you born of, of water and of spirit? If you were born again, if you've accepted the second birth and the last birth and, and you became the many brethren of the firstborn, if you became in, 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 uh, born again, if you were of God, if you were born of God, you overcome the spirit of this world. And everything, come on, everything that you are going through, somebody say through. Wherever you are, say through. Everything that you're going through can be overcome. Testing one, two, three, four. Ha, can you hear me? Everything you are going through can be overcome. Somebody say everything. Everything, everything. This is the victory. First John chapter five, verse four and five. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Come on, say my faith. My faith. It's my faith that overcomes the spirit of this world and everything, the antichrist spirit, the spirit of depression, the spirit of pain, the spirit of poverty, everything that the spirit of this world, the zeitgeist or the wealthgeist, the, the spirit of this world or the spirit of this age, everything that you're going through can be overcome. By what? Even our faith. I'm talking about overcoming faith today. I'm, I'm, see, it, your faith got you born again. Your faith in the blood of Jesus Christ is what gave accessibility for the kingdom of God to come into your heart, your spirit, and you have become one with the spirit of the living God. Say, I have become one with the spirit of the living God by my faith. By my faith, I become one with the spirit of the living God. I, I, I can't help but overcome because the overcomer I become one with. So that means I become an overcomer. Come on, don't get too excited out there. Come on now. 
You might have to throw that cereal boat off your lap and do a little bit of a Jericho march or a little jig or come on, a little happy dance. Because the overcomer, I become one spirit with the very overcomer, the one that is the heavyweight champion of the world, the, the one that is the conqueror because he came into my life and he said, greater things will you do if I go to the Father. But if I don't go to the Father, the comforter will come. But if I do go to the Father, the comforter, the counselor, the one that raised me from the dead is going to come and live on the inside of you. Say, I'm an overcomer. I'm, I can't help but overcome. I can't help myself but walk in victory. When you get a reality of who's on the inside of you and who desperately wants to mantle you, quicken you, fortify you, uh, reform you, and reset you to relaunch you, I break the spirit of being realistic. (sighs) Sorry, Lord, I couldn't wait. I break the spirit of you just got to face reality, Barry. I break that spirit that, that comes with doubt and unbelief. And, and, and it says to you, well, you know, we're going through these things, so we just have to be realistic. And we got to prepare the people for the worst so that they can be ready to handle the things that are coming. And I say, poppycock. And I don't even know what that means, but I said it and I meant it. And I'll figure out what it means. I don't think it means good, though. I, I, I say poppycock to that spirit that's trying to put a wet blanket on your faith, over, on your overcoming faith. I break the spirit that's coming against your faith. I want to tell you that you are, no matter what you're going through, I don't care who's in office, who's not in office. I don't care. Shut down, lock down, quarantine. I don't care what it is. You are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus, the overcomer who gave you overcoming faith. Hallelujah. Let's just throw a few things around here. Woo! Hallelujah. Praise God. Come on. I break that lying devil off of your life. Well, Barry, you know, you gotta be, you gotta understand that, you know, the the rain falls on the just and the unjust, Barry. You, you gotta understand that bad things happen to good people, but my God, I'm not looking for it. And when it comes, the Bible says that I overcome. Everything you're going through, everything you're going through, you can overcome. Come on. For anyone born of God overcomes the world. What world? What is he talking about? Overcomes the the terra firma? What do you mean by world? Overcomes the, the globe? No, it's talking about the spirit of the world and everything that is contrary to your dream. There's an overcomer on the inside of you. There's an overcomer right now that is destroying everything coming against you. Hallelujah. Praise you, King of glory. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, King of glory. Thank you, King of glory. Hallelujah. 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 This is the first time this ever happened. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you, King of glory. Heal my nose in Jesus' name. I'm going to keep going. Just just bear with me. (laughs) Pray for me. Hallelujah. I'm I'm okay. I'm not, I just, you know, I don't mean to be rude, but I um, was trying to remove something from my nose and, uh, uh, Well, you figure it out. Father God, in Jesus' name, I thank you for healing me now. In Jesus' name, thank you, King. Hallelujah. Thank you, King. Hallelujah. Victory over a bloody nose. We are not moved even by this. Hallelujah. Healing in Jesus' name, come. Hallelujah. Right now, this is probably one of the funniest things happening. <laughs> ha. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> well, this might keep you humble. Hallelujah. Well, excuse me just a second. Okay, here we go. I'm not going to be stopped. <laughs> this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Pastor Kevin is losing his mind in the front seat. He's just totally laughing at me. Actually, laughing with me. But th things happen. Come on. Things happen. And so, but you know what? As I am a testimony of right now to what I'm doing right now. We're not being stopped. I'm not being stopped. I got a bloody nose on national programming, YouTube around the world. Hopefully we can edit this out one day, but maybe not. I don't know. But this is what it is. This is what it's about. I, I'm not stopping. I don't stop. We don't stop. We don't, we don't. I'm not going to go sit down because of a bloody nose. I'm not going to stop because something come against us. We're going to keep going. Why? Because we have overcoming faith. People are going to be viewing and then picking this up part way through. And they say, what in the world's going on? I'm overcoming. I'm overcoming right now, right through this bloody nose on national programming, YouTube. I, I put it on Instagram. You can find it on Twitter. I mean, just share it around. The preacher with the bloody nose, he wouldn't stop. Nothing could stop him. Hallelujah. But this is my life. I have the overcomer. And we are overcoming. And let me just say, a few people went through a few more things than a bloody nose on national programming. <laughs> Can I get you to turn to the book of Hebrews chapter 11, verse 30 and 34? Hallelujah. I command my nose to cauterize so I can get have Hebrews 11 34 somebody say amen hallelujah that's kind of gross right look that ladies and gentlemen hallelujah <sighs> Hebrews 11 34 30 to 34 by faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days come on somebody say by faith it was by faith that the walls came down by faith the harlot Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies with peace. By faith, she did that. By faith, she had a legacy. By faith, legacy st started with her. By faith, um, and more shall, be, shall I say, for the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Japheth and also of David and Samuel and prophets who through faith subdued kingdoms. Come on, somebody say through faith. Through my faith, subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the, viol quenched the, the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword out of weakness and, and were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to flight the armies and aliens. Hallelujah. By faith. Somebody say, by faith. First John 5, 4 and 5 says, and for everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. So what is our faith in? Our faith is in the Son of God, the only begotten of the Father. Our faith is in nothing less than Jesus Christ and his righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but only in Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. Come on, our faith is in what Jesus Christ has did for us and, and in the blood. 
I'm doing an illustrated sermon. <laughs> by faith, <laughs> by faith is in the blood. My faith is in the blood will stop flowing of my own. Not, not in my body. I want good circulation. But, <laughs> but our faith is in what, what Jesus did. The, through one man, unrighteousness entered into the world. But through another man, the last Adam, righteousness entered back in. Why? Because of the blood that was sacrificed and his body that was sacrificed in this realm and then his blood that was sprinkled in that realm, giving accessibility to everything that we'll ever need. But it must be tapped into by our faith. Overcome is the Greek word nikeo. It's where we get the word also victory. Uh, nikeo means overcoming conqueror. I want to tell you that you are, God calls you more than a conqueror. Jesus was the conquering king. But, but he made you the one that was more than a conqueror. What does that mean? That means that he did all the work and you get the right, you get the right to check. You get to cash the check, rather. He wrote the check with his blood and you get to cash the check. You get everything that he purchased for you. This is so funny. That I'm still preaching with a Kleenex in my nose. That's what's funny. Not the other part. The other part's really powerful. So faith is the Greek word pistis. Pistis also means great faith. So when it, whenever it's talking in the Bible about faith, it, it, it's, the, it's the Greek word pistis. And, and it means great faith. Matthew chapter 17, uh, verses 14 through 21. <laughs> and I'm talking about the scripture well, here, let me just read it. When they came to the crowd, a man approached Jesus and knelt before him. Lord, have mercy on my son, he said. He's, he, he has seizures and is suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. I brought him your disciples. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. And this is what Jesus says. You unbelieving, perverse generation. Well, there's a little encouragement for you. Jesus replied, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Come on. This is Jesus, the Savior, giving a little comeuppance. You know where it says, arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you? Though there be darkness on the earth and deep darkness on the people, my glory will rise over you and be seen on you. That word arise is the Hebrew word kum. What, is, what does that mean? Kum means to get up. And I want to tell you, get up. Stop being dictated to by the circumstantial evidence in your temporary realm. But I don't feel like I can. It doesn't matter what you feel like. It matters what he said. And, and you might think, well, you're just being me. I'm not being me, and I love you enough to tell you the truth. And I want to tell you today, you are more than a conqueror. And I want to today that I want to tell you today that you have overcoming faith because the overcomer came into your life. If you're not saved, then that's a different ball game. I'm going to have all the pity on you and all, and I'm going to have all the grace and mercy for you, and I'm and I'm going to come alongside you and I'm going to weep with you. And I'm but but if you are born again and you have the overcomer on the inside of you, it's time for you to get up. The actual word kum in arise in Isaiah 60, the Hebrew word kum actually means to get up, to go up. It's time for you to get up so you can go up, so you can get your, fill your mind with heavenly realities so that you would not focus on the things that are uh, uh, underneath you. And every circumstance that's coming against you is actually underneath you. Bring the boy here. Bring the boy here to me. Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of the boy and he was healed. Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked him, why couldn't we drive out the devil? And Jesus replied, because you have so little faith. 
That's the Greek word alagapistis. Alagapistis is little faith or unbelief. I'm telling you that the, the overcoming conqueror lives on the inside of you, that you have overcoming faith. And you need to know that you don't have oligopistus faith. You don't have the, the faith that gives up when hard times come. He says, he replied, because you have so little faith. Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small the literal translation is size. If you have, the, if you have faith as, as the size of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be, be moved from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Come on, say nothing will be impossible for you, for me. Nothing's impossible for me. Why? Because the overcomer lives on the inside of me and he has given me overcoming faith. Little faith means oligopistus. It is a short burst of faith. Mustard seed faith is not measured in size as in quantity, but quality as of time as in longevity or length of time, long lasting faith or enduring faith. Mustard seed faith is enduring faith. Mustard seed faith does not give up when you get a bloody nose on national programming. Mustard seed faith does not stop, is not defeated, cannot be defeated. It's easier for somebody that is in faith. It is easier for the world to stop spinning and the waves to stop crashing and, and the wind to stop blowing than it is for you to go down in defeat. See, this is our mentality. This is how we need to think. Say, come on, somebody say I'm unstoppable. Come on, say I'm unstoppable. Yell at that TV, yell at that computer, yell at that phone, say I'm unstoppable. Hallelujah. We thank you for, just take this moment. Thank our sponsors for this word this morning and this illustrated sermon of the bloody nose. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. Mustard seed faith is not in size as in quantity, but quality of time as in longevity of, and length of time, long-lasting faith or enduring faith. This is what mustard seed, it's, a, it's not, mustard seed faith is only one millimeter or two millimeters long. And, uh, the Orchid, the, actually the jewel orchid measures a microscopic 0.05 millimeters in length. So Jesus wasn't making reference of a size and quantity. So he's not saying, you know, you lack a bunch of faith or you got to get more faith and you got to get bigger faith. No, it's, it's faith that is long lasting and a faith that does not give up in the time of the opposition. That overcoming faith gets greater than. There's a greater grace that comes up to back your faith when you're coming against everything that is trying to stop your dream. Hallelujah. God uses the faith, your, uses the term your faith 126 times in the Bible. You are saved by faith. You're healed by faith. You'll, Enoch was raptured by faith. If you need something, you gotta, you got to use your faith. If you need anything, it's free to go to heaven, but it costs to bring things to earth. People are upset with me because I don't spend a lot of time on that cost part. People say, well, you just, you just, you know, you just kind of just light and just say it's all good and there's never any bad. And The Bible says, come on, somebody said the Bible says. I focus on whatsoever is good, pure, and holy. Anything excellent or praiseworthy, these are the things that I dwell upon. If you want, if you want to tap into your, over, your, your, your overcoming faith, you got to begin to Focus on the goodness of God. You need to be an expert at what is good and be innocent at what is evil. That's just the Bible, excuse me. 
And I break again that spirit that is coming to you and say, you just got to be real, Barry. You got, there's real bad things happening. Yeah, but there's a real good thing that happened 2,000 years ago. Just waiting for the penny to drop. Something happened 2,000 years ago that trumps everything happening to you today. But you got to apply it. Appropriation brings activation. Appropriation brings activation. Hallelujah. God uses the term your faith 126 times. Like in Mark chapter 5, verse 25 through 34. And it's the woman with the issue of blood. For 12 years she was bleeding. Hence the She was bleeding for 12 years. I'm going to be bleeding. I may have stopped right now, but I'm not taking a chance. <laughs> but she was bleeding for 12 years. She spent all of her money on doctors to get healed. And she was bleeding for 12 years. How she survived, we don't know. She's sustained by the general grace of God. But she, she says, if I could just get to Jesus, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, because the Jewish people knew that the, the, the talith that Jesus wore had the talits at the, uh, the talith at the bottom of it with the, tzit, the tzitzis, the, 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 the knots on his robe that talk about the promises, the, 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 the promises of God that are yes and amen. If I could just touch the hem of, of, this, of this healer, I know I'll be saved. If I could just get in proximity, I will, I will, I will be healed. So long story short is she pushes her way through the crowd. And she pushes her way through the crowd knowing that she could be stoned because she's unclean, knowing that she could be kicked out, knowing that she's making other people ceremonially unclean. But she said, I'm desperate and I need him. You may feel unclean today. Push through the doubt, push through the unbelief, push through the accusation, push through the lie, push through the pain, push through these things and begin to reach out your hand and begin to, by faith, touch the hem of his garment. And she did. She pushed through the crowd and, 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 then, and then she reached out at a moment. She touched the hem of his garment and, and, she's, and Jesus said, who touched me? Come on, you need this kind of faith that you're pushing through. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what's happening in your life. It doesn't matter what's going on. There's something on the inside of you that I can just get to Jesus. I shall be healed. She touched him and drew for, see her faith, drew the resources that she needed from the Savior's anointing. And Jesus said, who touched me? And the disciples said back to Jesus, don't you know that there are people thronging all around you? There's people that are, that are, that are pulling on you. There's people that are, you can read it for yourself. It's in Mark chapter five, verses 25 through 34. They're, they're pushing, they're pushing and shoving and they want to get at the master, but they were just, they were not, they were not touching him. They were just there. It was just an excitement. Faith is beyond excitement. Come on, can you hear me? Why am I still preaching no matter what is coming against me? Because it's not about excitement. You say, Barry, you're just excited. Every time you preach, it, it just has to be, you have to be all excited. It's, not be, it's because I have this overcoming faith that I've operated through for 54 years of my life. Well, maybe more, more like 34 years of my life, but, but I, I'm... I, I'm excited because there's something to be excited about, but it's not excitement as much as it is faith. There's faith that you need to use to draw, say, my faith. 
And, and Jesus turns to the, he looks around and he, he knew that virtue. He knew that the anointing left his body and he looks around and he looks for the one that, that he sees the glory upon and he, and he finds the woman that touched her with her faith and he, he says, is it you? She says, yes, I did. And she told him the story. And he says, go your way, woman. He said to her in verse 34, and he said to her, daughter, your, your faith, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be cured of your disease. He sent his word to heal our disease. Daughter, your faith has made you well. Well, did her faith make her well? Well, I guess you could technically break it down is that Jesus actually made her well. But if you don't have a conduit, if you don't have something to transport the anointing into your life, you don't get, you don't get healed. That's why he said it 126 times. Your faith, you need in this instance, she got faith because Her faith was stirred. Are you hungry enough? Are you thirsty enough? Or are you just lukewarm and satisfied with with what you're going through? Are you just putting up with it? And you're just going to ride out the storm and you're not going to cut. You're just lukewarm in this whole thing and you don't care. But I want to tell you, this is hanging on because he wants you to get your, your faith. Your faith activated. He wants you to tap into the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Somebody say, my faith. What is my faith in? Turn to Mark chapter 11, verse 20, 24. Actually, you don't have to turn there. Let me just tell you, verse 22 says, have faith in God. This is a story where they're walking by the the fig tree and, and the figs had leaves, so it should have had fruit. Even though it wasn't fig season, this tree had leaves, so it should have had fruit. So Jesus walks up to it, expecting to get a little snap, and he notices that there's no figs. So he says, you will never, you will never produce again. He walks away. And the disciples, they come back the next day, and they say, look at, look at, master, the tree that you cursed. It, it, it shriveled up from the root you got to pay attention to the Bible because it's telling you it's revealing secrets to you. See, sometimes we speak a word of faith and we don't see an immediate reaction in this realm. And if we don't see an immediate reaction in this realm, we think, well, my faith didn't work. He says, no, have faith in God. He says, you notice that it It started at the root that was underground that was not seen. Your faith is working. You just don't, you can't see it. Don't give up. Stand. Stand and in all things stand and you will see the deliverance of the Lord in the land of the living. Understanding that your faith is at work even when you can't see it. He says, if you have have faith in God, truly I say to you, Whoever says to this mountain, be, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he is saying is going to happen, it will be granted to him. Therefore, I say to you, all things for which you pray and ask, believe that you have received them and they will be granted to you. So how do I get to a place where I have longevity of faith? How do I get that longevity of faith? How do I get to the place where I can have mountain moving faith? If you have faith the size which is in longevity and endurance, talking of time, space, and and not a short burst, but longevity of standing and standing, that you see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. How do I get that kind of faith? How do I operate in that? Does anybody want to know? Turn to Romans chapter 7, 10, Romans 10, verse 17. Hallelujah. Praise you, King of glory. Hallelujah, King of glory. Praise you, King of glory. Hallelujah. 
Romans 10, 17. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes by the word of God. Romans 10, 17. So faith comes. The Bible says that faith comes. So faith can come. If faith can come, faith can go. If you're, if you're not building your faith, you're losing faith. I, I thought faith was eternal. It is eternal in your spirit, but like the glory of God on Moses, it was fading. Our, our glory compared to the glory that Moses had is like his is none at all because, because his was fading where ours remains. So our glory and our faith, they remain in us because the, the, more than a conqueror, the, the conquering king, I become one with. I become one with his faith. I become one with him. But that's on the inside of us. But we have to learn how to bring faith. We have to learn how to operate in faith in this realm, in the nasty now, not pie in the sky, in the nasty now. We need our faith. So faith, the Bible says, faith comes. If faith can come, faith can go. So faith needs to come. We need to learn how to, how to operate in this kind of faith. So it says, so faith comes by hearing. Why do we preach? The Bible says nobody's saved unless a preacher is sent. Because faith comes by hearing. You receive everything you need by hearing the word of God. You receive the faith that you need. Your, see, faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the preached, proclaimed, prophetic word from the mouth of the Father. This is why we preach. This is why we have services, because there needs to be a preached word. Why? Because faith comes by hearing. But you're here, see, you're, you're being clogged up. Your hearing's being clogged up by everything you're going through. Everything is in, in this world is trying to stop you from hearing properly. Faith comes by hearing. So your, your cleared hearing comes by hearing of the word of God. Faith comes, though. Faith is a present tense. Faith is now, as in the present, as in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. It says, now faith. The Bible says, now faith. It's a now faith. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, it says, now faith. Faith comes by hearing the preached, proclaimed, proceeding, prophetic word of God that we preach according to Romans chapter 10, verse 8. When Jesus was in the garden, in the wilderness, and the enemy comes and says to him, if you are the son of God, then turn these stones into bread. And Jesus said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. We are living in the midst of a proceeding word from the mouth of God. Faith comes by hearing. See, faith comes by hearing. Hearing what? The preached, proclaimed, proceeding word that comes from the mouth of the Father. Man does not live by bread alone, Jesus said. But he, he, he was prophesying and he was quoting a scripture from the Old Testament that says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. We must hear the words that are proceeding from the mouth of God so that our hearing can get cleared so that we can have now faith. That we can have that overcoming faith. Hebrews 11, 1 through 3, it says, Now faith is the substance, or the original translation is re realization. Somebody needs to know that you, you need some realization of what you've been believing for. Faith is the, the substance or the realization of things hoped for, and the evidence, or the original is confidence of things not yet seen. So faith, let me just read it this way. Faith is the realization of things hoped for. Are, you, are there some things that you're hoping for? Do you need some realization of it? Faith is the realization of things hoped for. So it's the thing that causes things to be realized. And faith is the evidence or the confidence of things not yet seen. Faith is the confidence of things not seen. For by 
by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which were seen were not made of the things which are visible. Just because you can't see it, like the root that, that the, the, like the fig tree that died from the root up, we didn't see it activate, activated. We didn't see the realization of what his words produced, but it started underneath the ground where you could not see it. Your faith is operating in the things that not seen. Have confidence. Can you hear the word of the Lord this morning? Have confidence in your words of faith that you are decreeing and declaring. Hebrews eleven six says, and without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. If you just keep diligently seek him, he's about to reward you. But it's impossible. The Bible says in Hebrews eleven six, it is impossible to please God without faith. It is impossible. You have, if you want to please God, you must please God by faith. And then Proverbs chapter 16, verse 7 says, when a man's ways please the Lord, he even makes his enemies at peace with him. You want peace on all your borders? You want peace from that, from people coming against you? Have faith. Having faith pleases God. And when you please God, he even makes his enemies at peace with you. Father God, I thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for this illustrated sermon that our faith is in, our, in the blood. <laughs> our faith is in the blood. Our faith is in what Jesus did. Our faith is in the promises that are yes and amen to them that believe. Our, our faith is in the fact that we are, that Father God, we can have accessibility to all your promises. My faith is in the promises of that you have given to me. My faith is in the fact that you said that I'm healed. And if I'm, if, if you said I'm healed, I'm healed. My, my faith is in the promises that if you said, if I raise my children according to the, their, according to their particular bent in life, that you will cause them to serve you. And when they get over, they would not lose their way. Father God, we thank you, Father God, for your promises over our children, Lord God, over our legacy. I thank you, Lord God, that you said when the enemy comes in like a flood, that you raise up a great standard. I thank you, Lord God, for your promise, Lord God, that you said when the enemy comes against me one way, he's be, being defeated before my face and he's fleeing in seven other directions, according to Deuteronomy chapter uh, 28, verse 7. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, where there's an abundance of opposition. You said that, Father God, you would cause your greater grace to be abound, Lord God. And your greater grace, Lord God, to abound is, Father God, 2 Corinthians 9, 8, which is your enabling power that says that you, Lord God, are able to make all your enabling power abound to me so that in all things at all times, having all that I need, I will abound to every good work and charitable donation. I thank you, Lord God, that your promises say that I am unstoppable, that Father God, I, I am uh, uh, born again. I am brand new. All things are passed away and all things have become new. Father God, I thank you that your promises say that you wiped away the debt that was against me. My fr Father God, my faith is in what you said we can have. And Father God, I thank you that today we are tapping in and faith is coming. And I want to say, well, no matter what you're going through, you have overcoming faith. Believe it. You only get the promises of God when you believe. Are you a believer? These signs shall follow them that believe. Can you say, I'm a believer? right in the midst of everything I'm going through, say, I'm a believer. Everything that's saying contrary to your dream coming through, say, I'm a believer. This may not look right right now, but I'm a believer. I believe in the promises that are yes and amen to those that are in Christ Jesus. Maybe you're saying this morning that I, I'm not in Christ Jesus. I, I'm not a believer. I, say, I just want to say to you, you can be today. In this bloodied up pastor apostle, bishop, whatever I am, comes to you today, stood through this to come to you today and say, it's time for you to come home. It's time to you hear. It's time for you. There's a general grace 
You can tap in. You can be a believer. And you can have now faith. You can have overcoming faith. And you can, you can be greater than just a, beer, a mere man or a mere woman. You can be one that is born again. One that has their names written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. I rejoice that my name is written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. I don't rejoice that the demons are subject to me. I don't rejoice that, that I, can, I can trample on serpents and scorpions and I have power and authority over all the works of the evil one. No, that's life. That's what I do. But I want you to rejoice with me today as your name is written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. Just say this after me. Say, Father, I missed it. I haven't been a believer and I need you today. I need this overcoming faith more than ever. I can't deal with these situations. I need your help. I need your love. I need you today. Say, Jesus, I believe that you paid for the price for all my sins. You paid the price for the mortgage that was against my life. You paid it with your blood. You, played it, you paid it with your body's sacrifice. And today I believe. I believe that you were risen from the dead. I believe you ascended to the Father. I believe that you sprinkled your blood on the mercy seat. And I believe that you sent Holy Spirit to come into my life today. So because of the blood of Jesus Christ, I'm asking Holy Spirit, come into my life today. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, please inbox me or inbox one of the pastors here. Give the office a call this coming week. Let us know. We'll come alongside. We will send you a Bible. We'll come alongside you. We bless you today. We love you. We thank you for paying attention, even through all this <laughs> that wasn't supposed to happen, but we just kept on going. That's what we do. You can keep going. It doesn't matter what the circumstance is. It doesn't matter what the situation is. It doesn't matter what the problem is, the pain, the lion, the mountain, or the giant you're facing. Your overcoming faith can cause you to live in victory in this life right now. Not in pie in the sky, but right now in the nasty now. Your faith will cause you to overcome everything in the world. Bless you today. I'll talk to you next week. Oh, and don't forget, if you want to sow into this ministry to keep us going, keep the lights on here and doing everything that we need to do to fulfill our purpose, please, uh, where, where can they just go to? They put it up on the screen right now. Bless you guys. Bye for now.